Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hi, parents. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. My name is Renee Sinning. I am a teen life coach and parent partner. I am so glad you're here. I think this is going to actually be a really important episode. If you haven't already joined my Facebook group called the Empowered Teen Parent Community, I would love to have you over there. And the link is in the show notes. So on this episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast, we are going to talk about Snapchat. Do you allow my teenager to Snapchat and at what age? And I'm seeing this question all over the internet with all kinds of opinions on it. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you one question that I believe you need to ask yourself as a parent before you say yes to your child, along with a couple of really important things that you need to know. Number one, the question that I think that you need to ask yourself about your child, and this is really, really important, probably the most important question is, does my child have the emotional maturity to handle Snapchat? And if they are 13 or 14 years old, I think the answer to that is probably no, but you need to decide that for yourself. Now, your teenager is going to come to you and say, everybody has Snapchat. Everybody has it. I should be able to have it too. And that is true that a lot of teenagers do have Snapchat. However, that doesn't mean that they all should. There is so much going on with this app that you've really got to be careful as a parent because your kids are going to be exposed to things on that app in particular as no matter how hard you try to avoid it there's just stuff on there and so what you need to know about snapchat well number one the nature of snapchat is that there are disappearing texts and photos So even if you're monitoring it, there is probably a lot of stuff on there that you're never going to see. Some of that is probably very innocent, but there might be things on there that, you know, your teen is doing or saying that you would not be too excited to know about. There's a ton of bullying and sexting happening on Snapchat. There is a ton of sending nudes. I believe it's the number one app for sending nudes. And again, teenagers are going to say everybody's doing it. And the truth is that a lot of teenagers are doing this, but no, everybody is not doing this. And generally when it comes to tech, teens are way smarter than us. So again, the big question for you is, does my teenager at this age have the emotional maturity to handle Snapchat? So I have three kids. My kids are now in their twenties. And I can pretty confidently say that two, my two girls, they would have been okay with Snapchat. They were both athletes, very involved in kind of the school culture, 
Uh, they weren't off going to parties. They weren't, they were just quote, good kids, right? They weren't doing stuff, anything major, just basic teen stuff. So they could have handled Snapchat. And in fact, my youngest daughter, I think it came into play when she was maybe at the end of high school. So she has it, no issues, no worries. Now, my son, on the other hand, had Snapchat been a thing when he was going through his stuff, because we had years where he made really poor choices. I've talked about that on previous episodes, so I'm not going to get into that. But Snapchat would have been really bad for him. I believe that if he was on Snapchat during those years, we would have had plenty of run-ins with probably other kids, other parents, maybe even authorities like it would have been really bad for him because he did not have the emotional maturity at that time to handle everything that was happening. So how confident are you that your teenager has the emotional maturity to handle Snapchat? You just can't be naive when it comes to this app. I know that there are monitoring apps out there and hopefully they're pretty good, but you never know because again, teenagers are way ahead of us when it comes to tech. So I think the number one thing as a parent is when it comes to Snapchat, do your research and arm yourself with as much information as you can before you make that decision. And so I'm going to tell you a few things. I'm going to share with you a few things that I've come across with the teenagers and families that I work with, as well as conversations I've just had with other adults. So number one, and this is something that I didn't know until it happened to somebody that I know, is that not all photos disappear, right? Teenagers do have the ability to download and save pictures or even take screenshots. But here's the thing. If somebody sends an inappropriate picture to your child and it ends up on their phone, you can't delete it. It's the sender that has to delete it. Your child will not be able to delete it. And so that means that you could very well end up with nude photos of minors on your phone and the phone is going to be in your name because you're the adult. So I was talking to a mom, I was at a meeting last week and I was talking to a mom who shared with me that someone she knows, 15 year old son, that's exactly what happened to him. He had photos sent to him on his phone. And as a result, he was charged with like porn charges, like child porn charges, even though that he was only 15 and he had to take porn education classes. I don't know exactly if that's the right name, but he had to take classes. He had to do community service and he has to do all this stuff to avoid being labeled as a sexual predator or having something on his record. And he was the one that received the photos. So apparently, and I don't know exactly how it works. So again, do your research, but there are instances where only the sender can delete photos that end up on your phone. So you've got to be really, really careful. And again, don't be naive when it comes to Snapchat, Snapchat, that your kid would never do it. Right. And again, it depends on your kid. So two of my girls, I'm very comfortable that they probably like 99.999 would not have engaged in that. But my other child, I'm pretty sure that back in the day at that age, when he was a teenager, if this was available, he would have done some of those inappropriate things just because of trying to fit in and that lack of emotional maturity. It's really a big deal. 
Know the laws in your state. Because again, you're the parent. In many states, sexting is considered child pornography. So when it comes to sending and receiving nudes, that's considered child pornography. And a lot of teenagers don't know that. So again, don't let your teenager tell you everyone's doing it. It's not a big deal. It really is a huge deal. You don't want your teenager charged with a crime and or labeled a sexual predator. And what I would maybe consider doing is doing some research on your in your state or country and then sitting down with your teenager, especially if you're going to allow them to have Snapchat, but even not, if not, and going through those laws so that they know exactly the ramifications in your state, right? I think a lot of teenagers don't realize it. They think that I'm a kid, I'm not going to get in a lot of trouble. But the truth is that if this is a law, you really need to know what they are. And more importantly, your teenager needs to know what they are because then when they make decisions, hopefully they won't do something just because everyone else is doing it. If they actually realize that this, they could be charged with a crime or labeled a sexual predator. And so I think that's just a huge wake up call that teenagers are not aware of. All it takes is one person to take a screenshot of something that your teenager has said or sent, and it's on the internet forever. You don't have control over what anybody else does with that picture. So again, go back to the emotional immaturity. Is Does my teenager have the emotional maturity to handle an app such as Snapchat and all that it entails and all that's happening on that? Another thing to be really aware of is bullying. There's a lot of bullying that happens on this app. Again, we have these disappearing messages and these disappearing photos. And so a lot goes on behind the scenes. Scenes, not only slut, slut shaming, which happens with those nudes that are going around, but also just verbal bullying. Teenagers can feel pretty confident to say something knowing that it's going to disappear. And it can be really detrimental to your child if they're being bullied, but also to your teen's reputation if they are the bully. You know, I mean, some of us might have kids that your kid is the bully, right? And so how do you want to handle that? How are you handling it? Are you aware of that? So bullying is a big deal. If there is any bullying going on in your teenager's life, I would very much discourage you, just my opinion, from bringing Snapchat into their world. Because if they already have low self-esteem, if they're already maybe kind of a social outsider, if they don't have a lot of friends, Snapchat could be really detrimental to their mental health. I've seen it time and time again. And so be really careful if you're going to allow that into their world. Again, teenagers who are not emotionally mature, and let's face it, most of them them aren't. Most of those executive function skills that deal with their ability to regulate their emotions, that deal with impulsivity, is not developed until their 20s. So not only do you want not want your teen to be bullied, you don't want them doing or saying anything based on an emotional reaction and their inability to regulate their emotions online. Because again, once it's out there, it's out there. When teenagers are emotionally charged, they're mad or they're sad or they're hurt, they could inadvertently make a threat or something like, I'm going to beat your ass or I'm going to kill him or her, not meaning anything of it. 
but taken out of contact text in the world that we live in, the next thing you know, your teenager could be in a boatload of trouble. So again, if your teenager does not have emotional maturity, I would be very hesitant to put them, um, give them access to Snapchat. And then if they're the ones being bullied, Snapchat and all of social media, it's re- literally can be a 24-7 cyber attack, can lead to self-harm, it can lead to suicidal thoughts, suicidal tendencies. I see this all the time in teenagers. So we want to be careful with what they're exposed to on social media to protect their mental health. Speaking, and speaking of mental health, all the social media stuff can produce so much anxiety in teenagers. And with Snapchat in particular, they have these streaks, these Snapchat streaks. Some of them are hundreds of days long. And it can cause a lot of anxiety to make sure that I don't miss a streak. Because if you're in a streak with someone or with a group of people that's hundreds of days long and you break that streak, you can be bullied over that. You can be ostracized. You can be yelled at and put down. Like social media expectations, that 24-7 inability to shut off can cause a lot of anxiety for teenagers. So again, if your teenager can't handle that, it's literally not worth it. And so where are they emotionally? What is their emotional maturity? Do they understand all the ramifications of Snapchat? When they ask you for Snapchat, they want to fit in. Of course they do. So many kids have it. So they're trying to fit in. They don't want to be the one that doesn't have it, but there's more to it than that. And I know as parents, we always try to make the best decisions for our teenagers, but sometimes we don't really know everything that that entails. And I can share with you as a teen life coach that I am seeing issues with Snapchats with the teens I work with every single week. There are problems with it. Kids are being bullied. They're making poor decisions and poor choices and they're being impulsive. They're trying to fit in and doing things that does not fit in with who they are and it's getting them in trouble. It's getting them hurt. They're getting bullied and I see it all the time. So I kind of have a strong opinion on this based on what I'm seeing. But again, it does come back to where is your teenager emotionally Where is their self-esteem? How confident are they? And can they handle it? And as their parent, uh, you're going to know that answer best, um, more than anyone else. And another thing, which I didn't know about Snapchat until recently is a thing. I think it's called snap map or snap maps, but it shares location. So sometimes teenagers are Snapchat friends with people they don't know. And those people that they don't know, could very well be sexual predators themselves. And then if they have their location sharing on, anybody can know where they are. So there is a danger piece to that where people could track them down, which is actually kind of scary. So just another thing to be aware of. So parents, what I say to you, do I let my kids do Snapchat? Do I not let them do Snapchat? I would say, number one, you know your kid best. Ask yourself that very important question. Does my teenager have the emotional maturity to handle Snapchat? Arm yourself with information. Monitor what they're doing on a regular basis. I'm sure you're already doing a lot of this, but just as a reminder, have conversations with your teenager. Have really important, blunt, serious conversations. Again, maybe look up the laws in your state 
and sit down with them and say, and show them, these are the laws in this state for someone your age and get them really aware of what that would mean if they do something, if they're labeled as a sexual predator, if they get charged with a crime, what is that going to do and how is that going to look in their life? I think you just need to be, you want to be really blunt and really open because teenagers, a lot of times they think that they're invincible, right? All teens do. That's not going to happen to me. Everybody's doing it, but that's not true. You never know who's going to get a hold of a message or a picture or something that your teenager says, maybe in the heat of the moment, and use that against them. So we have to be really, really, really careful when it comes to that. Again, my name is Renee Sinning. I am a teen life coach and parent partner. I work with teens every week on boosting their self-esteem, unraveling stories that they're telling themselves that uh, make them feel like they're not good enough, boosting confidence, and giving them skills, tools, and strategies so that they can navigate this crazy teen world that our teenagers are growing up in today. And so if you ever want more information on how I work with teens, just reach out and all the information is in the show notes. I will see you next time and have a good week. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.